Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Justin Wells. Good morning, Justin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Bobby. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's it's a new day for us at Inside Texas because spring 2023 camp is over. And now we transition just like the program into uh, the next level of goodness. And so from recruiting to camps to official visits being set, a lot going on this Monday morning, brother. Yeah, I, I tell you what, what was interesting to me, I, I've, I've spoken to Jerry Hamilton. I, I've talked a little bit with Eric over the phone and whatnot. I want to get your take on the spring game uh, and give you, give you an opportunity here to say what you saw. Uh, let's start at quarterback because you and I, I, I think you and I, it's fair to say, maybe saw things a little differently on Saturday. You thought that Quinn Ewers was sharp. I thought he needed a little, uh, you know, need, needed some uh, some ironing around the edges, I guess, some ironing the shirt, so to speak. Uh, what, what were your what was your takeaway, Justin? That, that, and, and what did you think that maybe I, I said incorrect or felt like I was being over uh, over harsh as a grader? Well. And, you know, and maybe it, it, it is. Maybe it's just that, Bobby. Maybe it's just a little critical. I think the the quarterback position at Texas just it's a different demand than other spots. And the progress this kid has made since last December, since the bowl practices in December before the Alamo Bowl, has been huge. It's been a, a gigantic jump. Uh, Sark acknowledges it. People close to him acknowledge it. His his coach, his old coaches. You talk to those guys that he stays in touch with. Quinn has a mission and he looks good. I, I thought he looked, I thought he looked real good. Now he's just now back into getting into shape like he was in high school, where he's more mobile, where he's able to, to, to move around a little bit more. The the things I saw, if there was something negative, I thought he could have he took he would have been sacked a few times. I felt like he he didn't read things a little, just about a half second off on a, on a couple of those plays that would have made the difference and moved the chains. That being said, everything else looked great. Not only it, I really like the underneath stuff. The deep ball stuff is always great because it's fantastic. It, the crowd likes it, but it was his underneath stuff. It was him finding Whittington three or four times. It was finding DeAndre Moore. It was finding those guys underneath. And I felt like at the end of the day, those guys, um, I, I thought Quinn looked, you know, really good. I, 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 he was. He was going through his reads. He understood the pocket, passed about the second quarter. I think everybody was a little rusty early in the, the first few drives. But if you're a Texas fan going into 2023, that's exactly what you want Quinn Ewers to look like. And those receivers, that's exactly what you want those guys to look like. And I think in the shell of a spring game, it's a scrimmage. I felt like, yeah, there could have been a few things, a few nits to pick, but overall – that joker was sharp. He was spitting bullets. Um, and what's crazy is we compare it now to Malik Murphy, who was literally spitting bullets to a guy with a hand cannon on his right shoulder. And so now Quinn almost looks normal when in truth that quarterback room is fantastic. Yeah, they've got a lot of talent. There's just no doubt about it. I do want to ask you some more about Murphy, but first I want to say thank you uh, to our sponsor each and every Monday uh, morning here in uh, Justin and I talk. Uh, that's Laura Baker. Uh, she's a real estate professional with Keller Williams in Austin. Uh, you can reach her at laura at andyallenteam.com. If you're looking to move to uh, or within the Austin area, Laura is your specialist. She's a uh, longtime 
real estate professional. She knows the business. She's a friend of the programs. And uh, she's just an all-around nice person as well. You will definitely be treated well uh, when you contact Laura uh, for your home needs in and around uh, the Austin area. Uh, Justin, we, we mentioned uh, Malik Murphy. Um, I, I thought he looked great. Uh, I thought there was just absolutely almost nothing to, not to like what you saw from Malik Murphy. Uh, that being said, uh, he, he he didn't go against the he didn't go against the best of the best. Yet those, I mean, you're, you're not, I don't know how to say this other than to say, I was just thoroughly impressed, but I question whether or not he's able to complete some of those passes if he's going against, you know, not the third team or fourth team walk on DB deep, the deep ball to John Tay Cook. At, at the same time, I'm just sitting there looking at myself, thinking to myself, boy, he looked really, really good. So it's not like I'm, my question is, how much is, and this, I have the question myself, how much of it is the truth and how much of it is partially uh, situational? And I put that same question to you. How much of it is the truth and how much of it is situational? I think it's probably 70-30. I think what we've always known, Malik Murphy has a great arm. He's got good mechanics. He's a big kid that can go north with the football. And he's got a great personality that, that that's very endearing to the locker room. What we needed to see was a healthy Malik Murphy. We needed to see development because that way he was kind of a developmental take. He really was. And I think we've seen both. We've seen the tools we knew he had. We've seen the development to this point. Now, the next step is playing in a real game. That's when that percentages could change because, the you know, he threw a great pass to Jontae Cook. But in real life, uh, an average DB grabs that ball. That He hung it from the moon. And, and, and so, but give him credit. You know, they made the play. Oh, but here's what I said about him, Justin. I want to know what you think about this. I thought that one of the things that Malik did very well is find the mismatches a little bit. He showed a little gamesmanship. Like he went after the only um, the only walk-on DB on the field at that time with Jonte Cook. You know what I mean? Same with, with uh, DeAndre Moore going up the scene. He went after that. You know, yeah. he tried to – I thought he did a good job even on the goal line when he threw the quick slant, it wasn't because he's was going against a weaker DB at that point, but he, he identified the right guy to go to the ball, go to the ball with and uh, a slightly better throw, maybe a better wide receiver comes down with that. And it's, that's a touchdown catch for him. So uh, a touchdown pass for Malik. So all of that being said, it, it was an interesting uh, walk or interesting day for Malik. You also had Arch Manning. Uh, a lot of people expected uh, the moon to be hung. Uh, it was not hung, but I'm here to tell you, I, I've, heard some people say that he was horrible and all this other stuff. That's just not, I was there. That's not the truth. He was, uh, he was uh, running for his life all day. There was just no pass protection and he wasn't necessarily uh, when he had a clean pocket. I don't know. I think maybe two times he had a clean pocket. One was a completion. One should have been a completion to the running back uh, out of the backfield that was dropped by the running back. The other one, he missed Savion red on an angle route over the middle. Um, so I, I don't really think you can talk about Arch Manning uh, as a complete abject failure that, that some people are trying to, to pawn off on everybody. 
uh, from a national media perspective or that he was just overwhelming, either one. I think he's just young, developing. And as Kurt Warner, the f- former, uh, and I think he's NFL Hall of Famer, said, he's supposed to be in high school right now. Give him a break and just let's watch this uh, develop uh, over time. So I, I feel pretty strong about that. Um, I, I will say this. The value of eight, you mentioned a lot of receivers with uh, Quinn Ewers. I felt like A.D. Mitchell was a little bit of a difference maker for him. Uh, he, he went up and made that one-handed catch that Jerry's talked about, but he's also an outlet on the opposite hash from Jer- from uh, Xavier Worthy. Uh, what did you think A.D. Mitchell and what he brings to the table uh, as compared to, you know, some other guys that have been in that been in the program? Yeah, A.D. Mitchell was close to what they thought they were going to get in Isaiah New York last year. Uh, and, and about that catch, everyone is talking about that catch. That ball was one-handed. Will Gallagher, our, our trusty photographer Inside Texas, has a great shot in the photo gallery. You need to check it out at InsideTexas.com. The truth is, I mean, he's that guy. He's a difference maker. And Mitchell is one that you don't have to be a number one type guy, superstar, big stats. You don't need that. They need a guy on that side to take some shade off of the other side. That's the thing Xavier Worthy dealt with. I thought Worthy played pissed off, and I thought he played. If he's going to look like that, this he should have a fantastic season, similar to his freshman year. I thought Mitchell, but he's that big target that, that this guy's needed, I think, essentially. He'd be, no. He could make you pay for, for man coverage on the opposite side. Yeah. That's, that's the reality of it, right? It really is. And, you know, I think the thing we saw is, you know, yeah, DeAndre Moore dropped a few balls, but that guy knows how to get open. He's got a great body. He's got a he's got a great frame. I think he's a, a guy that catches 60, 70, 80 balls in a season, kind of underneath type stuff. Jontae Cook catches the ball effortlessly. It's like it, he came out the womb catching a football. Um, and, and he just glides. There's so much smoothness there in his route running and everything. The receiver room is what we have been reporting and hearing and learning over the last spring drastically better. And it's not just getting guys back. Jordan Whittington looks sharp. That looked like a guy that's going to convert some third downs in 2023, Bobby. Jatavian Sanders and the tight ends didn't really get to get in it a whole lot. But like you said, the offensive line, a lot of times these quarterbacks were running for their lives. Receivers as a whole, though, to me, AD was the biggest one because that's the guy that they were missing last year. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I, I want to mention, and then we'll go on, move on from the spring game, because we do need to talk about some recruiting stuff that's going on kind of as we speak, uh, both in the portal and uh, some official visits, whatnot. Uh, but I also want to mention one more name to to <clears throat> to you and ask you about him, and that's Anthony Hill. Yeah, uh, Anthony Hill played three positions on Saturday. Um, he played Will, he played Buck, and he played um, Sam. And what was funny was that going into his recruitment, he wanted to play linebacker. That was the big thing for Anthony Hill because there were some of the schools were talking to him about playing outside linebacker edge. And they were also talking about defensive end. They thought, well, you're going to grow into this and you're going to wind up being on the line with your hand in the ground. And Anthony Hill's like, I'm going to play linebacker and whatever happens, happens. And what's happening is one of the most versatile guys on that defense 
can have an impact in 2023. I kind of thought going in, he had the chance to do that. I thought he'll have an opportunity, anybody opposite Jalen Ford. But what Anthony Hill not only did was nail down that inside linebacker spot opposite him and obviously backing up David Benda, but coming to the edge, he looked like a guy that had burst. He looked like a guy that was bending the edge, that was shooting gaps. I haven't seen a linebacker at Texas shoot gaps like that since Gary Johnson in 2018. Anthony Hill's a natural linebacker. His dad played linebacker at a high level in college. Like he has been bred to play linebacker. And the Joker played three spots, made plays on four different drives. Uh, Anthony Hill was as advertised. And the scary thing is he is just scratching the surface because if you talk to people close to him, he made some mistakes. He missed some assignments. But, buddy, it was hard to, hard to tell when he was uh, bearing down on the quarterback the whole game. Four, Three or four tackles, two sacks, a quarterback hurry. Anthony Hill, true freshman. Another yeah. guy like Arch that should be going to prom this weekend. Yeah. I, I tell you, this is what the, the, the thing that gets me about uh, Anthony Hill. I, 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 in the game, I noticed him several times, like while, while I was in the stands. Went back and rewatched, obviously DVR'd the, the game, you know. Went back and watched it again, and I tell you what, um, he's he's a little more sudden than he gets credit for. Maybe um, he has some suddenness to him that's kind of almost so almost a little sneaky fast, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, it's not always violent. It's just kind of wow, he's on top of the quarterback, uh, very very quick. I was I was really it, it, it was nice to see. Because I think I, he's really good with angles. I think he's really good with leverage. I think he's been taught how to play, and it's we're seeing it right now. Interesting. Okay, let's get to let's. We're gonna have more to talk about. We got uh, we got time to talk uh, later this week about uh, some other stuff going on as far as the spring game and what, what we saw. But I want to get to recruiting now, Justin, because I think it's important. Uh, first of all, Trill Carter, the defensive tackle, uh, Minnesota defensive tackle out of the state of Georgia, originally visited Texas uh, mid midweek last week visited Ohio State uh, through the weekend. Uh, now it's Monday. He's also visited Arkansas and Illinois. What is the latest that you've heard at this point? I was able to catch up with Trill uh, a little bit on Sunday. Uh, he had taken, obviously, an official visit to Texas from Tuesday to Thursday. We reported that last week. That was coming off of a, an Illinois trip and another trip to Arkansas. And now the Georgia native looks to be making a decision. I think he wants to have a decision over the next few days, possibly the next week. I think he wants to have this kind of wrapped up pretty quick. Um, I, you know, I don't have a read on, on where that might be right now. Now, once this video, you know, airs, maybe we, we might have it something, you know, this <laughs> afternoon. That That's always the goal. Uh, but I'll say this, Texas, I, I know Texas felt good. They felt like they were in a decent spot there. I think they understood that overall this is some potentially an NIL play. And at the same time, Ohio State, they, 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 they move the needle. They, they, they push the right buttons with him. And you could tell, tell that way uh, from, from, you know, just catching up with him. But right now we're, we're still digging on that one, but that's a guy that don't be surprised when Texas looks for the best player available, especially on a defensive line that needs a little depth. You know, you don't take many in the last few cycles. And so you, you, you need that. And to me, Trill Carter is like, exactly why you have the portal for a team like Texas started 30 games. Yeah, yeah, 48 tackles, like he's six sacks, an interception. 
Yeah, no, he's proven proof commodity. I, I think that could be a big one for Texas. And then, obviously, I think following the spring game, I still think Texas would like to find an edge in the portal. Uh, Ethan Burke looked much improved, much more physical, but maybe not completely there yet to really take the reins next season. We'll see, but I would not be surprised if Texas looks in the in the uh, portal for an edge. We've been mentioning that, of course, for quite some time. Uh, let's go on to some other news. A couple guys set up official visits to Texas over the weekend that you caught up with. Uh, let's start with Aaron Hampton, a young man that's now out of Dangerfield. He actually committed to Texas. Uh, he's from East Texas. Um, Justin, so you know him well. You know, what's going on with his recruitment right now? Uh, the visit to Texas, he's one of the more athletic players and explosive players in the state. But this is like his second or third commitment, decommitment. What's what's going on there? Okay. I'm going to say this with a disclaimer. Whatever I say can and will change within a matter of minutes, hours, days, and weeks. His recruitment is one of those. If you're a, a, a diehard recruiting fan you can dig into it and try to find subtle notes here and there of where he's visiting and you know who he's taking an official visit with but you'll see texas in mid-june you know think he'll see bama in late june you look for those things if you're a, a, a novice to us to an extent and you just you don't really dig into it you don't want to see how the sausage was made i would close my eyes until national signing day one in mid-december Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Because, man, this thing has a life of its own. At the end of the day, you've decommitted twice from two schools. I know there's a handful in the mix. I question which ones are committable at this point. Let's just be honest. But I do know that he has taken some trips. He's got an official to UTSA coming up soon. I, I know Jeff Trailer and those guys have worked with him. Nebraska's in the mix. He wants to take a few more officials during the regular season. Um, so... It's just the only thing I could predict about this recruitment is that it's going to be unpredictable. And I don't think he would even have this attention if he wasn't a phenomenal athlete that really kind of has a college body ready to kind of contribute. I, I, I don't think we'd have this conversation, but there's still these schools in the mix. He bet, recently visited LSU and, you know, just close your eyes and, and hang on tight because there is – I, I can't <laughs> – this one's a tough one to read, Bobby. The, the other one that set up an official visit uh, since we last talked, Miles Davis, a uh, young man out of the uh, San Antonio area, uh, just in the safety. Uh, what, what do you know about him and his visit to that is scheduled to Texas, and who is the competition for him? I, first thing I know is he cannot play the saxophone. The second thing is that he, is, he comes from Converse Judson, which has – athletes year in and year out i don't care how what happens what year it is if you go down to that school they're going to have athletes and miles davis is the next one down there about a six two six two and a half rangy safety uh saw him run at the texas relays uh, a couple weekends ago and so this is a big athlete 
I think Texas likes him. They were kind of uh, they they were that was one of the later evaluations in this cycle, especially at safety, which I feel like is really kind of an open door right now. Um, I don't know how much they're pushing, but I do know they're interested. He visited Texas two and a half weeks ago. Uh, he's recently been to Texas A&M. That's the school I think that's kind of setting the pace. Uh, they've got a good little pipeline there with Converse Judson, and I feel like they were in it earlier and they kind of want it a little bit more. Not to say Texas isn't interested, but I feel like A&M's been engaged with it a lot longer. And so I, I feel like they're kind of the, the, the team to beat, but you never know with these types. And Miles Davis has been there once. He's going to come back for an official in mid-June. That's kind of what that that's when we'll get a read on where this recruitment is because that's how you know these official visits are key because now with the new rules change, it, you used to could you know line them down to five and you think, all right, well, it's going to be something around there. Well, now it's a lot more broad, and so it's hard to, to understand what the expectations are going to be. AM leads that recruitment right now, but I think if Texas pushed the right buttons, they could pull within. Got it. All right. A couple other recruiting notes. Uh, There were just a ton of kids uh, at the game, recruits at the game. Uh, You caught up with several of them, including uh, uh, Brandon Baker, nation's number one offensive tackle. Daniel Calhoun was there. Daniel Cruz, the top offensive line prospect probably in the state of Texas. Michael Uni, a bunch of guys were there uh, from the state of Texas and elsewhere. Uh, However, I want you to talk about Jarek Gibson, the nation's top running back, because you had a little interesting story for me, uh, what he did in his off time while in Austin this weekend. Right. So Jared Gibson, um, he's known to Shard Choice for, I want to say, three and a half, almost four years. And so th- that relationship started a long time ago. And as soon as the 23 class signed, uh, Jared Gibson was the first phone call for Shard Choice. He's number one on the board for a reason. He's a priority. He's been on campus multiple times now. He has an official already set for June. So what does he do? He pops back in for the spring game. Why not? Uh, the Gainesville native loves Texas. I feel like he just came off an unofficial to Florida. But I think Texas is far and away the leader in this recruitment. And so does the quarterback uh, commit for the Texas for the 2024 cycle, Cyfair's Trey Owens, who I got to catch up with last week before the spring game to kind of get an idea of, you know, what his plans are recruiting. You know, he went from recruit to recruiter in, in this cycle. And you don't have to be a big-time five-star elite quarterback to, to, to attract talent, to, to, to build a recruiting class. You just have to be good at relationships. And that's what Trey does well. He sat in the stands with a lot of these guys, with Brandon Baker and Daniel Calhoun. But he made a sure – he made – he was smart. He took Jerry Gibson up to play golf. <laughs> and, and and that was something I thought was very unique. And, you know, Jarek's wanting to start and try new things. And, and so I, I thought that showed, one, Texas recruiting class has two guys, Trey Owens and Hunter Mod. And it's really early. And this, this staff is doing this judiciously. On, you know, this is, this is done on purpose. And at the same time, I feel like Jarek Gibson, that just makes me feel like he's that much more of a Texas lean I feel like Texas separated from the pack, maybe even a little more than they already were. And it really reminds me of the Cedric Baxter recruitment last year. It it started off off very much the same way. Each time Cedric would come back, it would get a little bit better. He knew choice for years before he arrived in Austin. 
that Jarrett Gibson to me, that and Brandon Baker loving the trip, loving hanging out with some of the players, some of the, you know, some of the staff getting to kind of see the atmosphere in Austin. To me, those were the two biggest takeaways uh, from the spring game. Got, I want to say thank you to our sponsor. I've got one more question for you here before we get going. I want to say thank you to our sponsor one last time. That's Laura Baker of uh, Keller Williams Realty. Uh, Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com is how she can be reached. She's a longtime real estate professional, big-time Longhorn fan, uh, and uh, has been a longtime sponsor of our show. Uh, we really appreciate her support, and uh, she would love to help you uh, if you're looking for a home in around the Austin area. She is a longtime real estate expert. Thank you, Laura, uh, for helping us out here. Uh, let's leave with this, Justin. One last thought from the spring game. Who was your biggest surprise of the spring game? I was going to say Malik Murphy, but we've heard way too much positive from scout team last year to spring practices this year. And we so we kind of knew what he could do. So I'm not going to say that. I want to say Savion Red, but we heard the same thing about him. I mean, his he has got some serious natural juking ability, and, and he's got some burst. But I'm going to – Man, that was a good question, Bobby. My biggest surprise, it's going to sound silly, I didn't expect Anthony Hill to make an impact like he did that quick. I thought we could see that during the season, maybe down the road when he get you know, because he was hurt his senior year. He only played six games last year. Uh, you know, he, he, he so there was some rust there, and, you know, he's young, and, I just, I guess I wasn't expecting to see him play that many different positions and make an impact at every single spot. Yeah, we, I, I think, I feel like you're not wrong. I mean, I, I think this is a, an opinionated question, right? I went with Sadir Mitchell uh, because we had not heard he had played real well or had a great spring or yes. anything like that. But then he shows up on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he he pushed Malik Agbo back a couple times. And back to Seattle. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, – he, he was impressive. So, anyways, all right, Justin, I appreciate you this morning. Thanks for getting up early and getting this done. Uh, that is Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com. Please give us a look over there at InsideTexas.com. For Justin, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been On Texas Football. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports – make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again and hook them.